Hello and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. We've been learning about King Solomon, king over the nation of Israel. King Solomon had been given wisdom and wealth to rule over the nation of Israel. God had promised David that his son would continue to rule and reign in his name over Israel. Solomon made many decisions as king, and he did many good things. But Solomon made one of the greatest mistakes of his life that would affect the entire nation of Israel. Are you ready to learn about Solomon's mistake? You see, the more King Solomon gained power and wealth, the more he wanted it. He sought power, success, wealth, and everything he could ever want. He had it all at his fingertips. One of the ways King Solomon gained power was by making alliances with foreign nations. Can you say alliance? An alliance is like a friendship. When you make an alliance with someone, you become their friend. You become someone who will support them and be there for them when they need you, and they promise to do the same for you. When nations become alliances, it means they won't fight one another. They will be at peace with one another and fight each other's enemies. You might be thinking, what's wrong with making an alliance with another country? That sounds pretty good. Well, when Solomon would make an alliance with the king of another country, he would do so by marrying their daughter. When Solomon made an alliance with the pharaoh of Egypt, he married the pharaoh's daughter. But not only did he marry the pharaoh's daughter, he married women from many different countries, including the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites. These women were from nations about which the Lord had already told the Israelites, you must not intermarry with them because they will surely turn your hearts after their gods. You see, these women were not from Israel and they had not been raised to hear the Bible stories like Noah and the ark, Moses and the burning bush, Joshua and the battle of Jericho, or David and Goliath. They did not know Yahweh, the one true and living God. They worshiped false gods. And yet Solomon held fast to them in love. He disobeyed the Lord by marrying these women and entering into alliances with their countries. Not to mention that God never said it was okay for a man to marry more than one woman. In all, Solomon had over 700 wives of royal birth. Sadly, his wives led him astray from God. As Solomon grew older, his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God as the heart of David his father had been. His wives brought their idols and false gods to Israel with them when they moved into the palace. Not only did Solomon allow them to bring their false gods into the palace, but Solomon did something unimaginable. He began to worship the false gods too. One of the false gods he allowed into the palace was named Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians. 
The Sidonians worshipped the false god Ashtoreth because they believed she was the goddess of the heavens and the stars. But you and I know that only the one true God, Yahweh, created the heavens and the stars and the earth and all that we see. Another one of the false gods that Solomon allowed into the palace was named Molech. Molech was the detestable god of the Ammonites. I'm so very sad to have to tell you that the Ammonites would sacrifice their living children to the false god Molech by placing them in the fire. Can you see now why God had told Solomon and all of the other Israelites to never bow down and worship false gods? What a horrible, awful thing to do. The one true and living God values life and he loves children. He would never, ever command children to be sacrificed in the fire. How could Solomon have let this happen? Solomon allowed all of his foreign wives to bring their false gods to the palace and they burned incense to them and offered sacrifices to them. In Solomon's greed to gain power and wealth through making all of these alliances and marrying all of these foreign women, he forgot the God of his father David, Yahweh, the one true and living God. He forgot the first commandment that said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. You see, as a young man, Solomon had begun his reign with his heart set on God. That is why he built the temple and prayed that wonderful prayer of dedication. But when the foreign wives came into Jerusalem, they wanted to worship their own gods. To please them and keep them happy, Solomon had built places of worship for these false gods. I wonder what the people of Jerusalem must have thought. To think that their king, the son of King David, should permit such idolatry within sight of the beautiful temple. It was awful. The Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. Although he had forbidden Solomon to follow other gods, Solomon did not keep the Lord's command. Solomon had failed God. With all the wisdom the Lord had given him, he had allowed himself to become a fool. And so the Lord said to Solomon, Since this is your attitude and you have not kept my covenant and my decrees which I commanded you, I will most certainly tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your servants. Nevertheless, for the sake of your father, I will not do it during your lifetime. I will tear it out of the hand of your son. Yet I will not tear the whole kingdom from him, but will give him one tribe for the sake of David my servant and for the sake of Jerusalem which I have chosen. O oh, truth seekers, how sad, how terribly sad. Solomon had started out so well. He had sought after God, but soon allowed the riches and wealth and power of his kingdom to turn his heart away from God. Now the kingdom would be rejected from him, just like Saul before him. He had gained riches, power, prestige, everything a man could wish for. But he had forgotten God, and in losing God, he lost it all. Dear True Seekers, are there things in your life that would turn your heart away from God? 
Are there things that you have allowed to enter your heart that have caused you to forget your loving Heavenly Father? Solomon's worship of other gods shows us that it is not enough to know about God. We must know Him personally and have a personal relationship with Him. You see, sin comes from the heart, and we can resist sin only so long as our heart is turned towards God in faith and love. Jesus came and died for us so that we might be able to have a relationship with God. Jesus took the punishment for our sin and made us clean. He has washed our sins away. Now we can have God's Spirit living inside of us. He is as near as your heart. When you believe in Jesus, you have forgiveness of sins. If there is anything in your life that you have made an idol, made more important than God, you can repent and ask for forgiveness today. When you make Jesus first place in your life, He becomes your best friend. You have a best friend who never leaves you or forsakes you. You will never be alone with Jesus by your side. He is the best friend you could ever have or want. You can go to Him day or night and talk with Him, cry to Him, rejoice with Him. He longs for you to share your life with Him. Tell Him everything. Tell Him how your day was. Tell Him what you're worried about. Tell Him your dreams and your goals. Give Him all of your heart and He will come and fill it with His love, joy, and peace. And with His presence living inside of you, you won't have to be afraid about turning to idols or worshiping other things as more important than Him because you've already made Him the most important thing. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 1 Kings chapter 11. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, please forgive us of making things more important than you. Right now, we declare that you are the Lord and King of our hearts. We give you every part of our heart and we worship you and you alone. We will not bow down or give glory to anything or anyone but you. Oh God, you are worthy of our praise and our worship. Help us to surrender our whole hearts and lives to you. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. Please forgive us of our sin of idolatry and wash us clean. Come and fill us with your Holy Spirit that we might live for you all our days. Help others to see you living in us and let us bring you the glory and the honor always. Thank you for being our very best friend. Thank you for being there when we need you. Thank you for being there to celebrate with us, rejoice with us, cry with us, and comfort us when we need you. You are so good, and we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we go, I'd like to read a review for you from Andrew. Andrew says, I am six years old, and I like to listen to the podcast every day. And Andrew's mom says, we recommend this podcast to parents and kids. I love when my kids ask for more True Seekers episodes. They listen when they eat and play. Thank you so much for that review. And for those of you who have left reviews in iTunes, it really does help the podcast to continue to be found by others. Thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to our time together next week. <music>